our spirit. What is it? Where does it go? Are we able to see them using our mind's eye? If so, just what can spirit teach us? Welcome to School Through Spirit. Host Diette Renee is a certified psychic medium and master teacher of psychic and mediumship development through LWISSD. Diette was born knowing spirit and now is here to help you better understand the spirit world. And now your host, Diette Renee. Everybody, welcome. This is Diet here on School Through Spirit with WLTKDB.com. Every morning, every Monday morning, anyway, I do come to you with um, the station in which we do discuss pretty much everything on a spiritual nature. Um, each morning, I do have a discussion about something that Spirit has brought to me, and then we go on to a guest. Now, today is Brandon Wainwright. Oh my God, you guys are going to love Brandon. He had the show Tyson's podcast. Um, he's just taking a little bit of break for right now. Hello, Lisa from San Francisco and Kevin and Keith. Good morning. Good morning. And Courtney. Oh, my gosh. Love you guys. Good morning. Um, and after that, we go on to our five card stud, which is our weekly draw of the cards, the Oracle cards. And you know what? I got to figure out what deck I'm using today, um, which will be super cool. And as always, guys, as you know, when the show is done, it does convert to a podcast. And that podcast stays there forever. And you can literally download it on pretty much any major form. We have got Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, um, Amazon Music, Audible, iHeartRadio, uh, Podbeam. There's so many, guys. There's so many. And as always, thank you so much for the love and the support that you do to continue just to keep us going. We love you and appreciate you so much. So this week, hi, Tim. It's great to see you. Tim came in and seen me last night. I was on Unturned Pages last night podcast, which was awesome. It was awesome. So, Courtney, where's your partner in crime? <laughs> anyway, so let's kind of get on to our topic this morning. Now, I'm going to tell you what. Spirit gave this to me last week. It was just, it happened so many times last week, and I wasn't quite ready to talk about it. Didn't really know where to sit with it, you know, all that wonderful stuff. And, um, of course, you know, Mr. Neil Diamond Walsh came in this morning and, and gave it to me again. And I thought, wow. But he did it in a, in a very, very cool, unique manner. And I thought, oh, did it hit home? Did it ever hit home? Try not to make comments. No one understands. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tim. <laughs> um, anyway, so Neil put in here today. Okay, so you got to bear with me on this one because it starts to, like I'm going to talk about something different, but he's spot on about this. It says that intimacy means more than sex. Oh, yeah, this is Neil. As you know, tell others that for you, it is about the connection of souls. It's a true union of two beings, it's about walking through all the moments, good, bad, the, both good and bad, and never leaving the other side. You are intimate when you are fully with another, no matter what. In fact, this is very little to do with physical, which is physical. That blew me away. Because on so many levels, guys, on so many levels, okay? I know it, it sounds like the obvious, on the obvious, but I'm going to take this from what Neil said to what Spirit gave me. 
and really kind of take this subject and blow it up a lot further. Okay, a lot further. Because I think a lot of us scream from the top of the hills, intimacy and, and wanting that connection, the connection of souls. And especially as we, you know, continue to open up the story of my life in a single sense. Exactly, Tim. Um, so as we continue to open and we we continue to blossom as spiritual and or soul beings. Okay. And I, I want to separate those only because not everybody wants to put themselves in the spiritual category. But when we start to, when we start to look at that and we start to open up on that aspect, I think that's making a lot more sense. But I want, like I said, I want to push a little bit further. I want to push a little bit further. And sorry, guys, my hands are really, really, really dry today. And I don't know why. Um, so over the last couple of weeks, over the last couple of weeks, I've ran into um, old friends, new friends, um, all different types of people, amazing people. And it has been the most amazing experience because we stop, and, and I'm going to tell you, meeting people, we just stop and we gaze into each other's eyes. People I've never met before. We stop to give each other a hug, like, hey, how you doing? I'm a hugger, blah, blah, blah. Can I have a hug? And and you do that. When you pull away from the hug, you stop and you stare in the other person's eyes. And our eyes lock. And it's almost that of which movies are made of on the, you know, more sexual relationship thing. And it's not that, but it's it's staring into somebody's eyes and going, wow, that connection, that knowing, that feeling of I have known this soul for many, many, many lifetimes and saying, welcome home, just welcome home. And it's phenomenal. It's about the most intimate thing I've ever experienced in my life. And the last few weeks, I've experienced it a handful of times. And it's mind blowing. It's truly mind blowing that as I open, as I allow life to happen, as I experience life, that more people, more souls are finding me or I'm finding them. It's like all these people that, and I will tell you what, that they're tending to be a lot of like-mindedness, not just like-mindedness in the spiritual psychic mediumship sense, but like-mindedness in different aspects of my life. And it's, it's blowing me away. But, and then when I look back, it's like, wow, I just really hit this level of this consciousness and whatever aspect it might be that they're showing up in my life. And if I hadn't hit this level, they want to walk back into my life. And like I said, walk back in. Okay. Because a lot of these are people I haven't had in my life. They, they haven't, I've never met them before. I might've known them by name. I might've known them by lights in the sky, whatever you want to call it. Um, but didn't know them on a more intimate level. And it blew me away how each one of them, the dynamics is like mind blowing. It's mind blowing that I can sit down with somebody and talk to them for hours. With like it, I never lost time. Like I never lost time. In one of these cases, guys, in one of these cases, I'm not going to say the name of the person, but this, you know what? It happened. And we met each other. Didn't see, see each other for like six months, seeing each other again, staring in the eyes. And it was just like, wow, I was just looking into the eyes, into the soul at lifetime after lifetime after lifetime going, wow, welcome back to me. 
And I walked away from this person going, it's okay. It's okay because I've spent lifetimes with them. I know they're not going to be gone. And maybe they're not here for this whole lifetime, but maybe they're here for just to let me know they're back, that they're here, that that connection is still there. Well, we ended up having some more discussions later on at dinner. And we went to give each other a hug. And somebody goes, don't worry, guys, you'll see each other again. And I'm like, in more lifetimes. And he went, exactly. Like, we've already checked this out. It's like it's been multiple lifetimes. And it's so cool. And I find out that with more and more people that, yes, we always preach that. We always preach that, hey, we've been in lifetimes, blah, 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 blah. But I, I want to give you a little bit more education on this. You know, so not just the woohoo stuff. You know, the woohoo. Hey, Kevin, I see the person I sold up. Exactly. So I want to give you more than just the woohoo of this, okay? I want to give you a little bit of factor education with this, okay? So I know I'm not the only person that experiences this, although the experience is very profound. That experience is like, holy shit, guys. Oh, my gosh. So let's take this a little bit deeper. And why does this happen? Why does this occur? Why do you get into somebody's aura? Why do you get into somebody's energy that you've never met and you're like, I know them? I know them. It might happen with places too, right? It might happen with places. You might walk into a place you've never been to before and go, oh, I've been here. It's happened with me in Scotland. Like I could give tours in Scotland and only been there for one very short stint. But we all have an aura and that's where it starts. We all have an aura. Okay. And a lot of people have gone out and got their pictures of their aura. You've done a lot of education on aura, on your aura. Um, it's big, it's beautiful, it changes in colors, you know, what it does, all these dynamic things. But let's divide your aura up into levels, just into levels, okay? Now, I'm not going to talk about all the different levels because there's multiples. I want to talk about one, and it's called your, it's a second layer of your aura. I personally like to call it your soul's layer. I'm not going to say that's what it's called. We just call it soul, layer number two, but I, I like to refer to it as that soul's layer. And the reason I refer to it as that is because that's the layer that when your body dies, obviously, before your body dies, guys, your aura starts to die off. It just, it loses its essence. It loses its strength. It, and people that are very sensitive can tell when somebody's going to pass away soon because they can feel and or see that aura just decreasing and dying. Um, the energy of it depleting. But the second layer doesn't. Not at all. Because that layer goes with the soul. That hey Sherry, that layer goes with the soul. So what literally happens is when your soul is created, birth, however it's happened, that that I don't know how the soul is created. But when the soul is created, it gets one layer of aura. It's that you know fun, whitish, dynamic, beautiful thing that's around you, and it's got one job, and that layer is to be a record keeper for your soul. Everywhere your soul has been, that layer keeps a record of it, keeps a memory of it. So with a different dynamic, think about your, if y'all have an iPhone, not everybody does, but if you do, think of your soul as your iPhone, and the second layer of your aura is the iCloud. So whenever you need information, that second layer can put it into the soul or put it into the mind of the body and have a memory of it, have a recollection of feeling to know it's been there before. And when it doesn't need information, it takes it back into the soul's lair, or the or aka the soul's eye cloud. Okay, pretty dynamic here. 
which really keeps this beautiful record for you. I mean, beautiful record. But when you see people and you're like, gosh, I know you, or gosh, I've been here. Oh my God, this has happened before. It's literally because your soul has been there. Your soul has done that. Your soul knows this person. It's pretty dynamic. I mean, your soul knows somebody. And the really cool thing is, is if you have had relationships with people throughout lifetimes, you know, and relationships change, guys. We're not always husband and wife or or mother and daughter or whatever it might be. We like to change things up. We like to one lifetime, you know, this is my husband. The next lifetime, I'm his wife, you know, I'm his husband. The next time after that, I'm his teacher. The next time after that, I'm his enemy. You know, whatever it might be, we like to we like to role play like no other. And we switch the roles up because we want to learn. We want to experience different things from different aspects. But that's a real cool thing about this. So when you run into somebody you've never met before, and you're like, gosh, I really know you. And that's really strong. Like that is not just a, oh, you look familiar. Oh, you know, whatever. But when you look at somebody and you're like blown away by that connection, that connection is huge. Look into their soul. Look into your soul. Go back and go, why? Why does this person just feel so connected? Like with this individual, I didn't go back and to look at each lifetime, but I can tell you what, from the experience, we have been, I'll tell you what, best is a friend's best is a buddy's for eons. Eons. Because I just, and I, there's there's always going to be a sense of something else, you know, maybe about little, this irks or that irks or whatever, but that's not bad. That just means, oh my gosh, we all have stuff to work on. But this feeling of looking at somebody and going, wow, this is so cool. And it's phenomenal. It is phenomenal when that happens, guys. You know? So I want to take this from an intimacy of people. Because, again, it happens all the time. When you when you see somebody and you're like, I know them. I don't know where, but I know them. Open up to the fact that they might be from you from a different lifetime. This might be a completely different lifetime that you've spent years upon years with somebody or multiple lifetimes. And that creates that intimacy that you really cannot get any place else. I mean, that is an intimacy. This is somebody that truly knows you in and out. Now, they may not know how you are in this lifetime. Every lifetime, things change up, don't they? You know what I mean? Every lifetime, things change up. Okay. Um, but, excuse me. And that's the fun about this lifetime, because even though, even though you've spent you just know their soul. You know all that. It's love and beauty. And it might be anger and hatred. Who knows? It can be that too. But that's the beauty of coming back together in this lifetime. It's because you get to know another aspect. Because every time you throw a soul into a body and the dynamics of society or how it was raised, you're going to get even more. You're going to get more depth, more, more beauty of this person. Okay? So then in this lifetime, you're going to get to know somebody a little deeper. A different angle of them. What more have they brought to the table? What more has that soul experienced and understood? And it's incredible. It's incredible. So now look at let's look at a different aspect of this. That places. Okay, the places. Okay. Have you all ever went someplace you've never been before in this lifetime set of vacation or you feel drawn to someplace? Exactly, Courtney, exactly. 
And you get there and you're like, I know this place. I know it. I'll tell you what happened to me when I went to Scotland. Now, a friend I had way back when, um, gosh, and this is back in 2017. And actually, I think it was 2016. She went, hey, Diet, what do you think about Scotland? And I am less geographically knowledgeable than I am names, if that tells you anything. I can get lost taking a right on a dime. I'll tell you what. It's I, I, I do everything by intuition because the map just doesn't make any sense to me. And she said, what do you think about Scotland? And I went, I don't know. And she goes, I mean, do you want to go see it? Hey, Paula. And I went, I really want to see Ireland. That's where I want to see. And she's like, again, what do you think about Scotland? It's next door to Ireland. And I went, is it really? And she said, yeah. I went, okay, don't know where it's at, but we can go. And it was crazy. It was truly crazy. Good morning, Miss Jamie. It was incredible because literally, because I really wanted to go to Ireland. We, we scheduled a whole trip to um, Scotland with an overnight back in Ireland so I could get to see Ireland for at least one night. I got to see Dublin anyway. Well, small part of Dublin. And um, that's a whole different story in itself, guys. But we flew from America into Ireland. I went, okay, got off one plane, met up with my friend and her sister in Ireland, got on another plane to Scotland, and I didn't feel anything. I was more sad because I couldn't get out of the airport and go see what I wanted to see. But I didn't feel anything. Although this is a place I wanted to be most of my life. I mean, I had talked about it contemplated it, looked it up, researched it. Hi, Jonathan. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. Oh, I love Ireland. Can't even tell you. And again, I've only seen Dublin. I need to go back and see the rest of the country. But we flew over to Scotland. And I will tell you, I got off the plane and I walked through this very small airport. And the biggest rush came over me because I was home. I was home. And I hadn't walked out to even smell the fresh air yet. I just knew that's where I belonged. And I was mind blown. And then, of course, we went into Edinburgh. We walked around Edinburgh a little bit. I didn't want to leave Edinburgh. We got on the train to go to, I can't tell you where we were staying. But it seemed to be every place that we went, I could walk the streets. And I knew where I was. One of the towns I was at, um, gosh, I can't, again, I, I don't know, I cannot remember the name of the town for life of me. But when I got there, I knew where I was. I could see destruction around me. I could see the, the church being, you know, destroyed. And I didn't know why. But the incredible thing is, is I felt like, and, and so I must have been there during a period of time where this, this church was being destroyed and, and then rebuilt by bricks. But I wasn't, my lifetime wasn't there about the time rebuilding with bricks. I was just there for the destruction of the church. But then I knew I was there in another lifetime because I went in, when the, when the ocean, you know, held itself back towards America, literally how many feet of water disappears just disappears and the ocean floor is open. It's just open. It's the most miraculous thing I've ever seen. 
and I was I walked down the landing, the what would be a boat landing in the United States, walked down this, and I could feel the grooves. And I knew these grooves. And I walked into the ocean floor and everybody else had their shoes on. And I took my shoes off and I just stood on the ocean floor. And I have pictures of my feet in the ocean floor. And I knew I was there. And I could feel pulling off the walls of the land in between tides. Later on that week, I took a tour of this town, you know, a guided tour. And they talked about the destruction of this church by the townspeople because of you know, the pastor or whatever that was there. And then they talked about how that church was actually built because people, the townspeople, that the monks or whatever, literally would wait for the tide to go up and they would go down and they would chip away at the wall. And they brought the rocks up and the grooves in this, this landing, this pure landing that went into the ocean were horse-drawn carriages or wagons or whatever that would actually go down in and there were ruts you know all the way up to to land and that blew me away and then when I got home I had several readings and I had a new guy beautiful beautiful red-haired woman and uh she's one that comes and goes but everybody said what she said was it took me long enough to get my butt home to collect her. She was waiting for me to come back to Scotland so that we could join back up again, so that she could find me as if I could find her. And she's a very dynamic, powerful woman. So when I need that powerhouse, boom, here she could, she shows up. But it was mind-blowing that this happened. It was mind-blowing that I knew this place. So over the course of this last two years, as you guys know, I've done a lot of hypnotherapy. <clears throat> it turns out a lot of lifetimes, guys, a lot of lifetimes, I've had a lot of very negative things happen like we all have. And I was, I've been a runner a lot in my lifetime. So something happens and I just run. I'm gone. I'm out of here. I'm not sticking around to get stoned, whatever. Now I always end up in the countryside of Scotland or Wales, Scotland or Wales. And hey, guess what? I guess they're kind of close to each other. And that's why I know this place. That's why I know it so deeply. That's why when I get there, it blows me away. And then I've always wondered, why is the raven my, my why is the raven my animal? Why is that my spirit animal? Why am I so closely knit to the raven? I didn't know why I thought it is because I'm a medium. That intimate feeling of, oh my gosh, I know this is it. And it was blown away because as I was walking through, some countryside of, of Scotland, the fields, the fields had hundreds of ravens, hundreds of ravens. I was godsmacked by how many ravens there were, totally blown away. And then later on, when we came through with the vehicle, those ravens all took flight. Turns out Scotland thinks they're a nuisance. <laughs> But I thought that makes sense to me. A lot of things are making sense to me now. And it was my, again, it's mind blowing to me. Every time something like this happens, I'm blown away. And I embrace, I just embrace life. I embrace that soul connection. I embrace the intimacy of the whole thing. You know, I just, 
It's phenomenal, guys, to have that connection. It's phenomenal, guys, to open up to your soul and tell your soul it's okay to remember something. It's okay to remember somebody, some situation. You're just remembering an experience. Uh, you're bringing an old experience into a fresh experience, into a fresh time. And it ends up being truly beautiful. So, guys, I want you to spend some time recognizing those connections as you walk around, as you meet new people. See if you know them. Dig in deep to see. Okay. With that being said, we're going to take a quick break here. And when I get back, I'm going to bring in Brandon. This is Diat here on School Through Spirit with WLTKDB.com. Welcome back. This is Diet here on School Through Spirit with WLTKDB. Um, my guest today is Brandon Wainwright, and Brandon is a beautiful healer and just a, an amazing gentleman. And I was so happy when he said yes to be on my show today. So I'd like to introduce Brandon to you. Hi, Brandon. Hey, Diet. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. How about yourself today? Hanging in there. Hanging, Hanging in, in there. there. That's all that matters, right? Yeah. <laughs> Some days are easier than others, you know? For sure, for sure. I love it. So you're a, you're an energy healer. I am. Yeah. I love that. I love it. Can you talk to everybody a little bit about that journey, kind of like how you got into it, how you got started? Uh, yeah. So um, it all it all started for me when my dog passed away back in 2018, and I um, prior to that I was what you'd call an agnostic. I I, I guess I, I believed in a higher power, and I but I didn't have any defined paradigms about what that meant and um it i you know when i had lost people um even other animals prior to that i just kind of accepted it and moved on but i had a real special relationship with our dog tyson and so when he passed away i not only did i grieve the loss but i also found myself within a fairly short period of time um grappling with his existence I, I i had to know that he was okay and um my wife misha um she the the day after he passed away we were sitting out in the backyard and and i was really just you know just mulling it over and i asked her you know what do you what do you think about the afterlife and misha has a has a fairly strong religious background um and so she says well you know um 
it, this may sound weird coming from me, but, but she says, I think it's all around us. I don't, I don't really think that heaven is this place that's far away or anything. I think Tyson's probably very close to us right now. And it really resonated for me when she said that, you know, and, um, unfortunately since then she's kind of gone a different direction, (laughs) but, but, but at the time it, it really, um, you know, it, it, it had an impact on me and I, it kind of opened my mind up enough to where I was able to start exploring and, and looking into things. And I read a book called the animals and the afterlife by Kim Sheridan. And it's, it's an autobiographical story about all these different experiences she had with animals and, um, like past animals, live animals. And she's a naturopathic doctor. So she's, you know, she's science-based. Um, and the stories were so compelling that I, I decided to go on my own journey and I couldn't consulted with animal communicators and ended up having a really profound experience with a communicator named Sandy Casca, um, where it was like, it was obvious she was communicating with Tyson. There's no other way that, that the information could have been coming through the way it was. Um, and then from there I had some experiences with a really powerful medium and, um, and it, it just became clear to me that this was real that we, that I really was connecting with the afterlife with my loved ones. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then, so from that point, I wanted to go further, learn more. And I, so a friend of mine had just learned Reiki. Okay. And, and so she suggested that that be a good step for me because I, I still don't have any real powerful psychic ability. Um, at least not that, that, that that's manifested or that's clear to me. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I haven't had experiences cause I have, but, um, but it, it was a good Reiki was a good Avenue for me to go down. And I found that I had a real strong ability with it. Um, and that, that, I guess that's that psychic wise, that is my strength is that I can feel the energy really, really well. And, and, and so from there I, I became a Reiki master and then I'm, got animal Reiki person. And then I, from there I went and um, started taking classes at Delphi university in McKaysville, Georgia, which is a hands-on spiritual school. Um, and I learned a bunch of new modalities on top of Reiki. Um, and I've just kind of been going ever since and it hasn't been an easy process. It's especially of late. It's really caused a lot of problems in my personal life. And, um, and that's, I tell all my students that every time I'm like, are you sure you want to make this commitment? And they go, oh, yeah, I want to feel fuzzy things. I'm like, no, that's not what it's going to be. <laughs> you know, you know, this the spiritual journey can really change our lives. Dyna- the dynamic, like, you know, it's scary sometimes. Yeah, it's it's turned my life to complete, completely upside down. Yeah. Um, just for, for, for a number of years, it was actually really enriching everything and making things better. But um, just recently, it, in the last nine months or so, it really has changed things to the point where it's like, I'm, I mean, I, it is what it is. Once you go down this road and you learn and, and experience the things you can't really, I mean, I guess you could be in denial if you want to, but <clears throat> they're real and it's, you know, it's, it's all positive stuff, but but unfortunately, we live in a society where the majority of people don't recognize it or won't accept it or they're very skeptical of it or they see it as something dark. Mm-hmm. And um, and they'll take biblical scripture and interpret it in such a way where it becomes something dark. And, and it's it's really sad because 
you know, it had, there's so much for it that it has to offer people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like this, well, yeah, I might as well talk about it. Fuck it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> why not? Um, like this, this morning, this, people don't recognize it's a real subject. And people don't recognize it about the spiritual journey. So, yeah, well, I mean, I'll just be, be candid about it. My, it's, I'm, my my wife's leaving me because you know and 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 that's and it had that had a lot to do with it my spiritual journey has 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 had a lot to do with it so um i mean there's other issues too obviously that manifest out of that but but that was a big part of it um that was that was the kind of the catalyst that started everything and she was totally on board for the longest time having her own experiences she's actually psychically gifted Oh, if you really want to know the truth, right? She, she is, yeah. um, but I mean, more so than me for sure. Yeah. Um, but but she's got other things, and you know, I'm hoping that at some point I should do a reading with you. Maybe I can <laughs> find out some things. Maybe we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about uh, that later, definitely. Um, but um, yeah, we should. Um, but you know, the, but but there has to be you have to be on board and, and she suddenly for whatever reason went opposite direction. And, no. but this morning, um, I'm, I'm at our house right now, but, um, she had a really bad headache and, and, you know, I, I am the headache guru mm-hmm. as far as I can take them away, like within seconds. And, and, um, why are you living so far away from me? <laughs> a headache. <laughs> Text me. <laughs> You'll be like, I'll send you the energy. The, the, the energy doesn't doesn't knows no bounds. So, right. um, but uh, but I said, you know, because ever since this whole thing went down, she she won't let me work on her. Mm-hmm. And she used to be the sponge. It, it used to be I used to love working on her because you know it was like such a loving thing. I'd sit there and, um, you know, right. just just give give her the energy and. And it, and it was like an intimate thing for me, It is, you know, it was very loving. And then, so that was one of the things for me that was very difficult when, when she pulled back, it's like, I can't, you won't let me share this with you. It was really hard. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you got to kind of, you got to respect where they're coming from, but at the same time, it's, it's difficult. So this morning I get here and she's, she's all angry because she's got, and it's because she's got this awful headache. And so I, oh, can I, can I take it? Can I fix it for you? And she says, no. And I said, well, c- come on, let me, let me just, I don't want her to, to suffer. Right. So this, she wouldn't let me. So I just, you know, and I said, screw it. I, I went in the other room <laughs> and I, I just, I called in my, my helpers and I, and I said, um, you know, higher, I called in her higher self. I said, you know, if it's, if, if she doesn't, if it's not welcome, block the energy, but otherwise let her. It took me about five minutes and the headache was gone. I didn't, I didn't gloat. I didn't tell her that I I didn't tell her she, cause she had taken some medicine and she's, Oh, I guess the medicine kicked in. There you go. Like, yeah. Matters at the end of the day. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything cause you're just going to get mad mad at me, but you know, it, but people don't realize, you know, and I I love the fact that you brought it up because people don't talk about what spirituality can do. I mean, we like to talk about, we're, you know, our, we like to put on that we're all rainbows and clouds and, and unicorns and fluff and, and all that. But people don't realize when you start this journey, this journey sometimes can feel very destructive because things in your life that, you know, we love to use the terminology, not serving you. 
or not, you know, on the right path of you, sometimes they'll change, they'll morph or they'll just, or they'll dissipate, whatever that might, you know, whatever your reality looks like, you know, but things happen, you know, and it's, yeah. it's hard. It's hard, you know, I, I, you know, honestly, I, when people talk, you know, it is, it's hard anyway, because I mean, no matter who you are, what, what's going on, how it impacts your life on a personal level, it, it's difficult, because it's not the norm. It's especially right. if you're somebody that is, you know, can lived in a more conventional world and, you know, but, and so just the fact that you're different, the fact that you have to kind of censor yourself a little bit when you're out talking, cause you don't want to alienate people or, you know, that sort of thing. And, and that's difficult, but, but I don't care anymore, but Brandon, I tell uh, everybody, what do you, I, uh, I don't, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't really care either, but, but, but what I didn't anticipate was, was it, having such a negative impact on my family, you know, and, and, and the other thing is, you know, uh, and this is something that was told to me and I don't know, I don't know how, how true this is or not, but you know, it's, it was something that was told to me by a, a, by a powerful intuitive that I know. And, and what she said was, cause I, everything started to go downhill for me in my personal life when I was at, when I was really starting to get momentum. So I, I started my, my practice officially in April of 2022. And, you know, and I, it's, you know, it's been a really slow, I mean, it, I, I still am very, very slow. It takes years from what I've been told. And, and, and so, um, it, it, it wasn't like that was picking up, but then I, I started to, you know, I, I was taking lots of classes at Delphi and that, so I was growing on, in level, on levels that, you know, that were, it was really, really good. Mm-hmm. And, and then I started the podcast and, and that was when it all, when the shit hit the fan was, was when everything was really going, starting to pick up a lot of momentum. And what, what was told to me was that, you know, there are dark forces that are very good at what they do. And I'm not talking about just like, you know, there's negative, negative forces in the universe and positive forces. I'm talking about dark workers, mm-hmm. not light workers like us, but, right. but, but people that specifically, sorry about the barking dog. <laughs> um, he's like, he's used to the camera going, dad, where am I at? Where am I at? <laughs> well, it's a little out of control. Um, uh, but, but yeah, like, like people, like actual like dark workers that can, can put a target on you. And, mm-hmm. and what I was told was that is what happened. Wow. Was that, was that I was, um, too much of a threat. Like I was, I was enough of a threat to where they figured squash him now before he gets momentum. Wow. I don't know how true that is. I mean, I, I don't, I didn't see myself that way right. as this major threat. You know, I mean, I'm just this little guy with a little podcast and a little practice and, you know, what's the big deal? Um, but uh, apparently the potential was there. Well, I, and you know what, I think that's that, I mean, I don't know, cause I'm not doing a reading on you right now, but I'll tell you what, I do feel like sometimes that can be true because I do know myself have been under a psychic attack. I know other people that are very larger in the industry. They've told me about the psychic attacks they've been under, you know, and mm-hmm. it goes through a lot of cleansing process. It's a whole lot uh, because we we will leave ourselves open or vulnerable at a time mm-hmm. we shouldn't. You yep. know, it's like, oh, and they got me, you know. So it's it's literally, you know, I, I went through a year of it, you know, a year of somebody psychically attacking me, 
you know, and not realizing that's what they were doing. And, but in my life, I was watching everything fall apart. My friendships, my family relationships, everything going. And it took somebody going, Oh my God, yet what have you turned into? And I went, Oh my God. And that's when I realized, Holy crap. You know, I've been, this attack has been on me. Somebody has been literally sucking everything off of me and went, okay, this has got to change, you know? Mm -hmm. And when I started just a few small changes, very small changes, because another medium had seen something of mine, you know what, I needed to protect myself in one area. All of a sudden that person was like, oh, wait a second. And they started to dissipate themselves out of my life and pull back their energy. I did a lot of cleansing. I had a lot of people do a lot of work on me to go, yeah, you were getting psychically attacked. Yeah, they were trying to, you know, come at you on a, on a pretty regular basis. And since they've dissipated out of my life, you would not believe how my own life has escalated. You know, mm -hmm. but it was by somebody draining me all the time. So it's possible. It's very possible. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I don't, I, I mean, my wife, I mean, she, I think she was under a certain level of attack, you know, yeah. but neither, both of us, you know, ended up acting in ways that, you, don't want you know, we do, well, we didn't necessarily um, stay in a, in a space that, that when I look back on it, the problem was that I let, I, for me, I let fear take over and fear of abandonment and you know because she's pulling back and all of a sudden what i'm doing is dark and and really hurt it really was hurtful but instead of instead of responding in a loving way mm -hmm. i responded in an angry way and i tried to i tried to convince her to change her mind and all i did was alienate and and make things worse so yeah. lesson lesson there don't you know love what we preach about love being the answer it's true it's not always easy um you know but that that is the answer is, is, is staying in this space of love and yeah it's not easy I, I mean i actually practice that on a regular basis just because when i don't my life falls apart so like if i if i'm walking into a situation that i'm going oh my gosh i can feel the tension before i even get there I will stop in my vehicle and I'll just send love to it. I mean, probably, people probably driving by going, what is she doing? Is she being crazy? But I will literally send love to the situation, go, no, it's going to be what's going to be. And I walk in and it's diffused before I walk through the door, you know, mm -hmm. and I'll hear all about it after the fact. I'm like, oh, okay, well, it worked. You know, yeah. I will keep doing that then, you know, so. Yeah, I, and I, it's, it's so ironic because I was, here I was doing healings on people helping people and, and, and really being in a love energy, trying in, in that space, right. making a deliberate effort to, to, to be loving to my fellow humans. And, and, and he, but when it came to my own life, mm -hmm. I, I kind of screwed the pooch a little bit and not that I was, you know, that I was a monster or anything, right. but I just, I wasn't, you weren't you, I wasn't, no, I, I wasn't, I wasn't in that energy and I have so much regret now about it, you know? Never regret because like I told people this last week, there's never failures. There's never wrong decisions. You know what I mean? Everything's an experience that we're here to have, whether we like it or not, you know? So, and to always realize there's something always behind everything. You know, like I, I talked to people over this weekend, one group was about the Bible. Another group was about the AA book. And they were like, you know, people turn on me because of this and they turn my about that. And I'm like, both books are divinely channeled. Both books are spiritual in nature, you yeah. know, so how can we be negative 
when we come from books that are very spiritually positive. Well, and that's, that's the thing though, is it, is that people for whatever reason, the people have a tendency to um, get fundamentalist and they're only going to give credibility to, you know, certain books for usually it's the Bible or right. the Quran or, or whatever book that they, that they, you know, subscribe to. Right. You know, it's sad because it does it, it. It ends up excluding other information that is like one of one of the things that um, that, that was a big point of, of contention between her and me was, well, she believed that, the, you know, that there's this dark when you're channeling, it, you can channel dark energy, you know, which you can, of course, you can. You can. Um, if you're in it. And it's a, and basically what she, you know, the Bible says to be weary. Mm -hmm. well, discerning discerning yeah. but it doesn't say don't do it it says right. it says be be can be be discerning That's be it. be be aware of what you're you're bringing in and 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 so so the fear-based way of looking at that is don't do it period exactly you know? and that's how my wife looks at it you know, so whereas I'm trying to tell you, it's not that it's about intention and and then the other thing was was re reincarnation mm-hmm so now in, in the Bible, the Bible doesn't talk about none in the, in the canon Bible talks about, about reincarnation, but there are books from, you know, that from that same era that were just not included in the Bible that where Jesus does talk about reincarnation. Right. So there's, there's a book, the law of light. Um, um, but it's, that talks about, I'm trying to remember the name of the scripture, but, or the, 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 the text, um, that, that actually, highlights that but 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 the thing is if you if you only will subscribe to you know to the bible only and you're not willing to be open to other things mm -hmm. and you're going to disregard that and the irony there and this is what's so hard for me the irony is that is that we we had our our dog tyson he reincarnated yeah you know, I haven't written the book about it yet, but I mean, it's in the epilogue or the afterword of Tyson's gift yeah. um, of the book I wrote um, where, cause he, he, he actually, she, she came back to us um, right after I finished the book. And, yeah. and so I put it in the afterword, but, but it's like, you, you kind of have to be in denial not to see it, mm -hmm. you know, but, and there's all these other experiences that, that my wife had in the process of us going through all this, you know, from the point that Tyson passed away and it, it and, and she, she had, was more naturally inclined to have these experiences than I was actually the night Tyson died. Mm -hmm. He came to her bed, to the side of her bed, barked at her. She picked him up. She felt his weight and she set him down in her lap, felt his weight and he dissolved. Okay. She had that experience and she told me about it the next day. It was really powerful. So then after, you know, since the, the 180 occurred, you know, I wrote a whole book about it. I mean, it's like, it's a, and I, I consider it to be a beautiful story. If you're interested folks, the Tyson's gift.com, if you want to check it out. And now, now when I asked her, what, what about all that? What about all this stuff that happened in the book? What about, and, and she says, the darkness works in mysterious ways. So basically she's turned the whole thing into something dark something based on a more fundamentalist fear-based viewpoint. And it's just, it's kind of, it's heartbreaking, heartbreaking to be in, from my point of view, 
Right. You know? And it really is. It's it really is. Um, somebody sent me. Apparently, the comments are broken on there. So somebody sent me a comment. It said, Rem remember, it, it took a half a movie after Neo took the red pill before he found Trinity and the whole movie changed to a love story. You know what I mean? So the reality of what's going on right now, you'll see the beauty of it later or it'll turn into the beauty. Sometimes you have to go through the negativity now to get to the beauty of things. It's kind of how I'm taking from this comment, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, and hopefully, you know, I mean, in one way or another, things will play out and, you know, I intend to move forward in as positive a way as I can, but I mean, I really love my wife. Oh. I mean, it's, you know, I'm no less in love with her now than I was before all this occurred. So, so it's, it's really, really hard to, to go down this road with her. I just, you know, my hope is that it somehow things change. And hopefully it will, you know, hopefully it will, you know, I mean, I'm hoping beauty comes from what has happened so far, you know, but I do hope you don't change you because I think you've offered a ton to the world, a ton to the world. Thank you. I mean, you're just so dynamic. And I mean, when I met you, I was like, this man's a healer. Like this man is a really mm. good healer, you know, and that's mm. hard. To, I'll tell you what, this is a lady. I travel. I meet a lot of healers and it's hard to find the really, really good ones that are, they're coming from here, not mm. from here, but from here. You know what I mean? And because everybody has healing energy, we all know this. Yeah, for sure. Heart, and when you come from a place of love and you're coming from that place that I just want to open up and do whatever, you know, whatever is supposed to happen, but to help be a vehicle of that, that's hard to find. That's really hard to find. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that, that is me. And that's, and, but it, it has been, <clears throat> it's been tough. It's been really hard to stay, you know, to stay on that road. I mean, I, and I, to, in all honesty, I, I pulled my pot, my, my website down for a few weeks yeah. and, um, actually I did it kind of as an effort to appease her, right? you know, to kind of get her to, to see that I, cause the way I was looking is, look, I'm not, my beliefs aren't going to change, right. you know, I'm still going to be able to do the healing, but does it need to take such a predominant place in my life? If it's, if I'm going to lose my family over it. Right. And no. I mean, it, ultimately, when it comes to God is God, her, the God that my wife believes in is the same God I believe in. Thank and, God. you know, and we're all we're all here. We're all connected. And it doesn't really matter what your beliefs are. And so when I looked at it that way, it's like, no, I, I'm not willing to, to go down that road. But but, you know, it didn't make a difference anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like, and it didn't matter. <laughs> but you tried. And that's what counts. That's what tried. Yeah. You know? and, and, you know, my best advice is always just keep sending love to the, for the best possible outcome of the situation, you know? Yeah. Well, and that's what I've been doing. I've been trying to, to send love to her and, you know, and just constantly try to be in that space. But it's, it's tough. You know, I'm still in that place where I'm grieving mm -hmm. and it's, it's really, really hard. So well, I'm, I'm so happy that you shared that because people don't realize, you know, and that's a big reality. People don't realize when you start to walk into your authentic self, you know, and, and I don't know about you, but I know for myself, when I started on this journey, it was a hard journey. I mean, this, it's a hard journey to go, Oh my gosh, I haven't been living my authentic self. I haven't, you know what I mean? I found part of me, you know, that I start to feel free. I start to feel myself. And I went through my period of trying to shut it down. I went through my period of trying to say, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to be me. I'm not. 
And at the end of the day, I didn't make me happy, nor did I make anybody else around me happy, you know? But what I found out is what the biggest thing was, is, you know, mine was my family looking at me. And finally they went, mom, you just stop talking spirit all the time. Everything is in spirit. And I went, is that what I'm doing? And I went and talked to my son. And my son was like, mom, you are who you are. Can't change that. He sees it. But he says, you know, it's kind of like talking to a pastor, mom. And I don't want to talk to a pastor. I want to talk to my mom. And I went, okay. So with my son, I don't talk anything about spirit. My daughter accepts me for who they were. But I don't put everything on spirit. I just am myself. And I let that come in. I am who I am. I still practice. I'm still out there. I still scream to the, from the mountainsides. I talk to dead people. It's okay. You know what I mean? My kids really have, my family has no clue of the level of where I'm at within my career. Hmm. it's okay you know it really is okay because i found that within my own life it didn't matter if i'm at the top or if i'm at the low you know of my career it doesn't yeah. matter if i'm about, about big names or if i'm one of the little names my family's still looking at me for who i am in here you know what i mean as long as i'm a, what they notice now is the old mom i used to be kind of like that judgmental person <laughs> Like, ooh, is my butt as big as her butt? You know, that type of not mm-hmm. positive thing. And now if I say anything negative, they're like, mom, that's not you. Mom, where'd that come from? You know what I mean? So now they've grown accustomed to this because I've taken within the family, I took the spirituality out and I just left the good part of me. Yeah. And they still embrace me. And I still, I am still growing. I'm still becoming, you know, maybe a little bit more known, or a little bit more whatever you know, and I'm just allowing me to change, you know, and I think you'll find that people accept you as you keep going. You know, I mean, again, my son does not believe in any of this. He's, he's all analytical. He's all very science brained. And his, my, my ex, his dad has actually made comments like, what do you think your mom are doing all the charlatan crap? You know, and, cause that's how they talk. He talks. My son looked at him and goes, well, she's uh, figured out how to pay the bills. <laughs> Yeah. You know, and maybe that's what it's going to be. Yeah. Well, so that's part of the problem too, though, is that I, so I started the practice and that's all I was doing because I had the opportunity to do that. And, and I wasn't paying the bills, you know, it takes, it takes time, but I, I thought, you know, everything was cool, me doing that. And, you know, and so, but it really wasn't, but yet I was talking about it a lot, you know, cause you're growing and you're, 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 and, and, but you're right. I mean, I think, I, I think it did irritate my, my my daughter and and my wife to some extent um but what I do though it's like getting a new puppy yeah I got a new puppy right but instead of it being like okay let's moderate it and get it balanced it was oh you know what I'm done you know it's like well so well hopefully that changes around for you it really does <laughs> we'll see we'll see and are the when are those types of things that you can see you know what? I, I can. I can. I mean, I, I see past. Does that make sense? Any psychic that tells you, I'm going to tell you exactly what's going to happen in your future. I'm going to tell you walk away from, you know what I mean? Because even though that's in the title psychic, it's kind of comes with the whole. Yeah. Well, there's always it, things, there's we, variables. We should be looking yeah. at it and seeing past. So it's like, okay, Brandon, if I see you staying with your, you know, the, you know, you're staying on this, I can see possibly this happen. If I see you seeing this, I see this possibly happen. And, Am I ever 100% right? No. And I will tell somebody, you know what? It it's also goes on steps. You know what I mean? Because you have this free free will, this free happening of choice. 
Now, will I see a pillar that's going to have dusting that's going to happen no matter what? Definitely. You know, 110%. Well, it's kind of like, um, you know, when I was on your podcast, I could see a dynamic there and I went, oh, what's going on with this? But it wasn't mine to jump in there. You know what I mean? I could just feel something go, hmm, wonder what's going to happen here. I'm going to wait for the outcome. You know, does Mm -hmm. that make sense to you? It's just this. Well, maybe maybe I'll do a session with you where I you you can jump in. Right here, you, well, you just—it's not ethical to jump in and go, "Hey, I see this happening, dude." You, but you know what I mean. It's not ethical, you know. Yeah. And people go, "Well, you should do it." Well, no, it's it's not our place as a psychic because uh, I tell you what—if every psychic ran around going, "You shouldn't do this," "You should do this," nobody would live their life. Right. We would stop things from happening. You know, who's to say this isn't supposed to happen to you, so that it makes you a better healer? You know, but you know what I mean? You never know until you're on the other end of it. You're going, oh, wait a second. And maybe she comes back because now you're very authentic and she sees a love here. Who knows? You know what I mean? So it's a matter of seeing the past, you know, and I know from my point of view, you know, I mean, my ex needed to be my ex. Thank God, because if he had stayed in my life, I wouldn't be who I am today. You know, granted, that was 33 years ago. We walked away from each other. But, and I only know that because my son just turned 33 the other day, you know. So, you know, so it's actually 30 years ago, I guess, that I walked away from him. But um, it's just different dynamics. You never know until you get to the other side of it, you know, yeah. which is, it just sucks when you're going through it, though. It's so sucks. Oh, it sucks. It sucks, it sucks donkey dicks. It sucks. <laughs> well, and the thing is, is I keep looking at you and I'm like, you remind me of a student I had, God bless her heart, you know, because like she's the, this student is actually the reason why I start the first day, you know, like, are you ready for commitment? Because this will change your life and maybe not the way you want it to change. And it's literally because I watched her literally start beginners and she had, you know, a very large house and a husband had a great business and they didn't have anything to worry about and everything was amazing. And literally she just kept going, I can't live this way anymore. I can't live this way anymore. And she got Found, they, she had started getting sick in her own home. They found black mold. She couldn't mm. do that anymore. She actually had to move into a camper trailer outside of the home. Wow. Took her forever to get through beginners. And this is back when I used to do a mentorship one-on-one. Finally got through beginners. Life was settled. House was cleaned out. Moved back in the house. She starts intermediate. She's back in the trailer on the beach now. <laughs> you know I mean, she never finished intermediate. And I said, why? And she goes, because before halfway through the class and that change, allowing spirit to change and take things away from her, she didn't need any more for her growth. They sold the house. She she moved to Hawaii. Her daughter moved to Hawaii. You know what I mean? Like left the husband, the whole 10 yards, you know? And she's like, and then she came back to, to she goes, I'm ready to finish. I said, are you ready for life to change? She goes, you know what? I'm kind of liking life right now. Me and my husband are working on things. We're not going to finish that class. I went, there you go. But it is the dynamics of things. You know, she hasn't stopped her journey. She just slowed it down to a level that was acceptable for her and her family. You know, mm, where yeah. she can go through it. So I'm looking at you and I'm seeing her going, oh, wow, Brandon, this is really, this is really kind of cool to look at. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. but I want to talk about the book you wrote because I still, I mean, it's still out there. People can still buy it. Oh, yeah. I know yeah. there's another book coming. So let's talk about these. Yeah, books. I haven't even, I still haven't started the second book. But, but you know as well as I do, it's in here. It's in here. Yeah. It's going to be a much heavier book than the first one. That's for sure. But that's okay. That's people still. Cassie be, says she makes people cry. I'm yeah, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, the, the book, you know, it's, it's the story of, uh, it's kind of like a combination between Marley and me and, um, like a dog's purpose maybe, or, okay. you know, um, it's, it, it, the, the first half of it is, is the story of his life and, and it's, it's the story of our lives told through him or, you know, in the context of him. Right. And he's, he was a big character big personality and um he touched us in in a lot of ways especially me and then the second half of the book gets to when we lose him which is of course sad but yeah. but uh, I'll I'll tell you right now that it it's it has an uplifting ending and actually the whole it, it that's that part is sad of course but from that point on there's an it's very uplifting because because I find out you know I share everything about the mediums and the the communicators and then the healing and all the different things that, that I did that, that opened me up um, and found with in no uncertain terms that there's, that there is an afterlife and that you can connect with it and, and that we do live on and that, um, you know, it never dies. It, we stay connected to our loved ones. And, and, um, and so you know, the purpose behind it was to, was to give people peace. That was why I wrote it because here I was, a, you know, you're just your average Joe, um, you know, I was a cop that's at the time when Tyson passed away, I was a police officer still. Right. Um, and I, and I just left that in at the end of 2021, but you know, so I was, you know, I was, a, I mean, I've done a lot of different things and I'm probably not your, your stereotypical police officer. Of course, I found that there are very few of those anyway. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. <laughs> a, but, but I'm definitely much more warm and fuzzy and, probably eclectic than your, than your average cop. Um, but nonetheless, I'm still an average Joe and, and I didn't have, I wasn't woo woo. I didn't have a, a lot of background in this. I had exposure to it, but not, I didn't have any of my own, maybe latent abilities, but nothing that had really manifested in a clear way with any consistency. Um, so to have somebody like that tell a story like this, the idea, that was the idea behind it was that maybe this will, because of my averageness, I can reach more people and then give more people peace. Right. And, you know, it's particularly, well, I mean, not just with animals, but humans too, but just when it comes to losing a loved one, um, you know, we stay connected. Yeah, we do, don't we? It's incredible. It is. It is. Yeah. And, you know, and it changes your whole view on, on everything and on, on life and what life's all about. And, um, you know, the impact that you have on other people and, um, the significance of our lives and our actions and, and, you know, um, yeah, just everything, your, your, your interpersonal relationships with people, how, how your actions affect somebody else and their actions then affect somebody else. And, you know, and, and just, I, I know for me, there was lots of times when I, I felt like, you know, what's the point of all this? I get up every day and I go to work and I grind it out, pay my bills you know, what's, you know, it's just a big rat race and, it, and, and, you know, it's real easy to kind of get down when you're looking at things like that. It, and, you know, I think it's natural to see things like that when you're, cause everybody gets in a rut, you know, life isn't always all warm and fuzzy and flashy and fun. You know, sometimes it, it can get kind of monotonous and, and, but when you have this perspective that the reality that we are connected and that there is more, and there is a purpose behind all this, it changes your whole view on life and, and love and, and everything. So that, and that, so it's not, it wasn't just about a, a book about helping somebody grieve over their animal. It was, it was 
the whole the, the implications beyond all that was also part of why I wrote it. I think that's beautiful. I really do. Because mm-hmm. you took something that I think a lot of people are receptive to. You know, not everybody's receptive to talking to grandma, but oh my gosh, they could have their dog back or their cat or horse or whatever. So I think it's a it's a beautiful thing to be able to give that to somebody and say they are still with you. This let's mm-hmm. let's talk about this. And I think people are more people more receptive because you hear it all the time. I think that dog is really it's this dog reincarnated three times over and it's never left. And the church going person is willing to accept their dog has come back in five different breeds of animals, you know what I mean? Yeah. But not the grandma's coming back, you know, or grandma can talk to me. So I think it's beautiful because to me, you've opened up this doorway for the naysayers or the people that don't believe to go, wait a second, there's, there might be some truth to this. Yeah, for sure. You know, if you, that's what I say. If you, if you, if you read the book, read it with an open mind and, and it's, it's just straightforward. There's no bullshit in there. I mean, it's, it's all, it's all factual. These are all my experiences. And, you know, of course I, I experienced it the way I experienced it, but I, you know, I, I went into it with skepticism. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like I initially was like, oh yeah, this is definitely it. I, I want, I was hoping that it would turn out to be something real, but it wasn't, it wasn't a foregone conclusion by any means. It was definitely something that I, um, that I was going to need, going to need to have it proved to me. And, and actually the first two sessions I did, I, cause I did three animal communication sessions initially with Tyson and the first two didn't convince me at all mm-hmm. you know and then i just happened to have made a third appointment but i was kind of i told her when i had that that third appointment you know i gotta i gotta tell you i've already had two and they didn't convince me and and i'm i'm very skeptical um i'm not i'm not closed-minded about it but i am very skeptical and mm-hmm. and sandy was just like well you know i'm sorry to hear that but i can't promise anything but hopefully the information that comes through will will ring true to you, you know, and, and, oh, it did. Oh, it did. (laughs) So that's, that's kind of how it went down. I love that. I I love that because I just did a reading this weekend in a gallery. I'll tell the world. I told you and I told the world, I don't do animals. I don't, I have this whole thing. I don't want to talk to your dog. I don't want to talk to your cat. And for me, it's only because I see the animal and then I see a human soul next to it. And the human soul is talking to me while I'm looking at the animal and I'm going, my brain's going, it can't do this. It can't do this. It can't, you know what I mean? That's what I do. And I'm doing this gallery and all of a sudden, and of, of course I bring through the fairy that's flying around and that's not, I've talked to the fairy all day. All of a sudden I can feel this dog hitting my leg with its tail. Woof. woof. I mean, it's this big old dog nailing my, my leg is starting to hurt because it, I'm, I'm looking at it going, I'm not talking to you. I'm not talking to you. I looked at everybody and said, so y'all know somebody's got a dog here and I'm not talking to this dog. I'm not doing it. It kept wet. I said, fine, I'll talk to the damn dog. You know, and everybody's laughing because I finally gave him to talk to this dog. And I'm like, I'm describing the dog. And all of a sudden this lady just bursts into tears. I'm mm. like, your dog? <laughs> She's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, it's okay. Let's bring your dog through. But I mean, it was, it was incredible because in my mind, I had to look at this dog and I'm like, I don't want to hear your words. Don't get into a human body. Don't do this to me. Let's stay dog. You know what I mean? And it'll be beautiful because my brain could wrap around it, you know? Mm, very cool. Beautiful. I mean, and I'll tell you what, for an hour, I talked to a lot of dead people, but it's the dog that everybody started crying over. Yeah. It was the dog. Well, that's the thing about dogs is that they, you know, 
we give ourselves permission to drop our guard and, and, and open our hearts up completely with, when it comes to our, to our pets. Yeah. And, you know, at least in my case, particularly dogs, I like cats too and birds, but, but dogs really are, are my thing. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, you do it just, they open your heart and, and that's why they're so powerful. They're such powerful spirits. Yeah. Unconditional love. It's, it's, um, it's and Tyson, you know, he was, he was, he, he, he opened up my heart and, and allowed healing to occur. Um, that where there was, there was a lot of stuff that was bottled from my childhood that, that got to be processed mm-hmm. a little bit better piece made. Um, of course, a lot of that just got ripped open again. So, um, <laughs> well, that's where the second book is going to come from, right? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> He's like, I want to do the second book. I don't want to do the second book. <laughs> I love yeah. it. So I want to, you know what? I want to kind of switch topics a little bit only because of two things you've said. One, you said you don't have any major psychic things that you notice within yourself. And two, I want to bridge that with the police officer and bring those two together. Okay. Um, because I'm a firm believer that especially police officers, nurses, you know, people of service have a lot of psychic ability. I mean, everybody's got a psychic ability at some level, intuition, whatever it might be. But do you feel that, and I know you've already made the statement, do you feel that when you were a police officer, you had gut reactions or gut instincts or that feeling when you put yourself back in some of those memories? Um, Well, yeah, especially when it came to dealing with people. I mean, you know, I'm empathic. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so in that sense, yeah, I could read people pretty well, not always, sometimes things went sideways that I didn't expect, but, but usually, usually I could read people really well in those situations. So yeah, I would say, um, in that sense, for sure that, that there was, cause there, there was one guy I worked with that had none of that, right. he, at least not that, nothing that he, he paid attention to. Mm-hmm. And he, he had, he was very robotic. And, and as far as he, he was on a, everything was exactly by the book in terms of officer safety, which, you know, it's good to do that, to have, to, to be strict about things. But when, with officer safety, if you do everything by the book, every time you really alienate people because you take steps that are like, you know, really safe then. (laughs) Yeah. You stand, stand there, sir. You know, you know, you get, you get kind of position yourself in a certain way. And, and I would, I would use my, my intuition a lot of times Mm -hmm. to dictate exactly how, um, you know, uh, strict I was going to be about that. And, 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 you know, I, it served me well. I didn't, I never got hurt. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I, I, not that I didn't get into a few grapplings and things like that with people, but, but I, I never, it never, I never gotten any any major, major, major well um, I, I was in some major situations that that turned out good for me mm-hmm. um but generally speaking yeah i i read things well that's and and um, that's where i'd like to bring people to because i don't think we can take spirituality or gifts out of any situation you know for everybody that likes to scream for the things that this doesn't happen this 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 you know police officers firefighters nurses whatever it might be they have to have a certain amount of this and I almost wish that academies or school would teach psychic mediumship development just because it really 
starts to open up some of those senses. Granted, you don't want to put everything in life on those. You know what I mean? You want the reality of that book to be to pair along with that. But I, in my mind, I think a lot of officers would be a lot safer on the streets if they were able to bring it all together. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Bring that spidey sense along with the book and bring it together. You know? Yeah. Um, because I think especially in this day and age, you'd be able to read things a lot better. And I'm not talking about a cold read like a car salesman would, you know, come through. But you literally pull over your car and your, your spidey sense is going, what the hell am I walking into? You might have an idea before you get to the car versus, oh, I'm just doing another pullover today. You know? Right. Yeah, for so, sure. Yeah. The, the, it's funny, though, because on the at the same time, you, know, you have to have your guard up all the time. So so it, it does kind of squash, you know, some of it. Yeah. Like that was one of the things that I looked forward to the most was to drop my guard mm-hmm. and to, and it seemed like the more I dropped my guard, the more other problems started to arise, you know, just energetically with regard to my family and that sort of thing. Well, they're used to right here. If you think about it. Well, I mean, I, I was, I mean, I dropped, I, I still was basically the same. It's just that, you know, when I was doing, when I was doing my healing it, it allowed me to get into that more sensitive space and right. easier to snap into that. And so I don't know. I know regards to that. I wish the best, you know, um, Lee is saying you need to write the second book. I'm telling you what, I have a feeling energetically you're going to hear about that book in your head. A lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And it's been something I've been meaning to start for quite some time now. Right. Um, but we'll see. I mean, I, I, I will start it eventually. I just. You got to get through some stuff first. Just got to get through some stuff. So you did something on your podcast that blew me for a loop, which taught me to start researching people a little bit. <laughs> and you're looking at me going, I know. <laughs> the, 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 the humor of the week. Your humor of the week. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, man, put me on the spot. How did you, I know you said your your family, this has been you your whole life. And I know everybody's like, what the hell are you talking about? I want to talk about that a little bit. You know what I mean? Because that's a, that's a part of somebody that, you know, most people like myself or anybody would take that type of humor and go, oh, no, 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 no. We don't talk about it. We don't laugh about it. We don't joke about it. We don't, no, no, no. My bodily functions are mine. That's it. We're not going to put those on blast. Yeah. You know, and during your show, you literally went, this is something that's been me my whole life. <laughs> yeah, I, I find potty humor funny, and I always have. And um, and so, yeah, I just decided to make that part of the show. I mean, even though it's completely, you know, diametrical to to what what I am talking about in the body of the show. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I just it's 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 just a, I wanted to keep it light, and I wanted to have a a, a part of my authentic self there and i took a lot of grief about that you know from people like oh what are you doing get that out of there you're going to turn people off i did it i did move it to the end of the show because in the beginning i was doing it in the very beginning (laughs) were you really (laughs) yeah i was um and but uh yeah i just figured why not it's my show i can do whatever i want with it that's right that's right i love i and i do like that because to me that's being part of you that's authentic you know, it's just being authentic. It's like me. I finish with a card read, you know, a card pull. It's me, you know, but I tell you what, when I meet people and they, 
from the show to real life and they sit down to have a reading they're like where are the cards i'm like i don't do cards normally. <laughs> i do them mm. for you guys not for anything else you know but i love that now are you i now i'm gonna ask you i'm gonna ask this big question because a lot of our viewers here watch all the different shows too Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see. So I see people on here that would that would tune into my show too. Yeah, yeah, I love it. We got so we have such a beautiful family. We really do. When all this is said and done, will you ever come back or think about coming back? Yeah, I think. I mean, I think so. I'm. I'm. Um, my life is kind of in flux right now because I'm having to, you know, get, a, get a, a regular job, and you know, we're selling our house, and and it's it's. And I'm actually, I'm, I'm interviewing to be a flight attendant. Oh, um, I think that's awesome. Yeah. I did. I'm actually flying up to Atlanta tonight to, to interview with Delta airlines. That is awesome. You don't yeah. even know, you know, Chip Coffee was a flight attendant. That's where he was discovered. Really? Yeah. He was a flight attendant for most of his career into his, I mean, like into his older age. And, um, he had a, a coworker. Because he knew things, he's seen things, but he always kept it on the hush-hush, but he gave a reading to a co-worker about one of her family members that had recently passed away. And that's how it all started. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, well, you never know. I mean, and I can use my energetic ability to, to calm down angry, you know, um, passengers and things like that. But yeah, so it, it's... If I do get that job, at, you know, schedule-wise and everything, it's going to be interesting to see how all that plays out and get a balance to that. But yeah, I I do and I intend. <laughs> background going, I'm not flexible. <laughs> yeah, you got to you got to be. That's the thing. You got to be be very flexible because things are always changing. Um, so thank you, Lee, for the for the luck wishes. Um, yeah, so it, we'll see. I mean, I think it'll be an exciting new venture and um give give me a, a chance to kind of get through this and a little maybe get out of town because i'll be gone half the time if i get the job so oh it's going to be a great experience if you think about i mean to me that's you said flight jet and my heart's like yeah that's what i wanted to be when i grew up everybody that's- everybody i've talked to has said that and my my aunt my aunt's a retired flight attendant she posted a thing on facebook about them hiring and i thought you know why not? I'll give it a whirl. And yeah. So I, I got mean, to the, I'm, I got to the last stage. You know, that's, that's what, that's what it is. So we'll see. Yeah, I mean, the skirt and heels are going to look great on you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll be one of the few straight ma- males. That's for sure. And that's okay. Not flexible. Yeah. It's not, it's not a bad thing, you know? No, it's not yeah. a bad thing. I mean, you don't get tips, but you know, <laughs> and that's okay. Yeah. Delta's got the best snacks, so and the best. I, I take it from somebody that flies a lot. Delta is the best one to go with. I really, yeah, I, that's in my experience. Yeah, yeah, their their attendants are the friendliest, and mm-hmm. um, seats are comfortable, and awesome. they do have good snacks. They still have the they still have the the viewers in the seat to make people happy. <laughs> you know, it's not. Yeah, they're not yeah. charging six dollars for a coke. That's you know miniature size. So you got it going on there. You know. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the next step in your journey. You don't even, I'm just looking forward to this and where it's going to take you. I can't wait to watch it, you know? And I know you're just like, I just want this journey to be over. I want it to go back to normal, but I really can't wait to watch it. Thank you. Yeah. She says your job is to get everyone off the plane. Yeah, it's true. That, that is, that is true. Everybody thinks the flight attendant is, is, is just a, a, you know, 
a, a server in the sky. And that is not true that it's a very, it's actually a very critical job. They have all the training you go through is pretty intense too. It's no joke. Mm-hmm. Your police yeah. officer training is going to be like, holy crap, you know, for this. Yeah, I'll be, it'll, it'll, it, it will, pre- it's prepared me for it. That's for sure. I mean, like the, the medical response and the emergency, they have, they actually have a thing where you, they have a, a fuselage over a pool where mm-hmm. you actually have to like jump in the water and, and like, it's, it's like to simulate a, you know, water landing and right. yeah, it's no joke. It's, it's, it's for reals. <laughs> so it's just it. People don't, people don't understand that. I mean, they get, they go through their whole spiel and you're not thinking about it, but take it from somebody that flies a lot. I'm always like, what if it does go down? Who is in that seat? Who is going to be taking care of me? Who is going to keep all these people calm and not be idiots? You know, I mean, think about it. You get off your, you know, and that plane hits the ground. You're not even taxied into the runway yet. And they're standing up and just clutch. I couldn't imagine it in a panic situation. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I would sit in my seat and just wait for everybody else to get out of my way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, I love that. I love that. Well, I want to tell you, thank you so much. I mean, can people still find you on your website? Is that back up and running or not quite yet? Yeah, it is. It, um, Tyson's gift healing.com. Um, that's the, that's the, the healing website. And then the book is Tyson's gift.com. Yeah. I, my hours are limited right now because I'm working, um, okay. you know, but, but I'm available in the evenings and then on, on Saturdays, I've got I, I, the whole day on Saturday. So if you would like a healing, just hit me up. You wouldn't believe it. Sometimes when you restrict your hours, you get more work. It's the strangest thing. <laughs> <laughs> you would think it'd be the opposite, but it's not. When I had like nine to nine, seven days a week, I had very few readings. When I limited them, they like to fill them. You know, so it's it's opposite of what you would think it was. So, which is beautiful. Well, maybe it's a good thing then. <laughs> Limiting your hours is a good thing, you know, and now you can like drop your cards in the aisles of the plane. <laughs> that too. Yeah, just, oops. Oh, what, what is that anyways? <laughs> you need pen. You need a pen to write. <laughs> well, so, thank you so much. So should I, um, should I just give you a call? Yeah. Give me a call. You got my number, don't you? You yeah, do. I think so. I, well, you texted me last week. I'll find it. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. So yeah, give me a call. We'll schedule something for you. Not a problem. You know, see what we can see, you know, or not see whatever it's supposed to be. You know? Okay. But I want everybody to reach out to you. Still get those healings by the book because Brandon really is an amazing healer, guys. I, I, I can sit in front of somebody and go, oh, he's working on my back and he doesn't even know he's working on my back and it feels great. So, you know. Yeah. So I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Know? I'm trying for me sure. Too. Yeah. This is just a little hiccup in your journey. That's all. I don't know about little, but it is it is a hiccup. It's a hiccup that's going to add more to you than you think. They always yeah. do. And I'd like to say thank you so much for still making it possible for you to come on today. And You're welcome. And join me, and I appreciate it. And sharing your story, because I know this is what you're expecting today, but I appreciate you so much for sharing, because people need to see the other side of it, too. And yeah. it helps people. Traumat- traumatically it helps people tremendously yeah. you know, so well, cool. it's my pleasure thank you enjoy have okay. a great day and i'm going to send you the best wishes for that interview also so i'm going to just right. feel it that you have the job already okay awesome <laughs> that, that's that's what i need to hear
Beautiful. Uh, so I'll see. I'll talk to you a little bit later then. Perfect. Thank okay. you for coming on, Brandon. And for everybody else, I'll be back in a few minutes with School Through Spirit on WLTKDB.com. Bye-bye, Brandon. Welcome back. This is Jeanette here on School Through Spirit with WLTKDB.com. And uh, I just wanted to thank Brandon again for coming in. That's Brandon Wainwright and it's Tyson's. I want Todd, can you put the um, the magic fingers in for the post <laughs> so that we can have Brandon's website up? Um, I don't want to say it wrong, and we all know I'll say it wrong, but I believe it's Tyson's um, Gift Healing um.com but I want it to be correct in there. So yes, tysonsgifthealing.com. Please go in there. Um show Brandon a lot of love and support. Check him out. If you're in the area, you can always schedule healing. Again, he does do distant healing, guys. He is what my back has been hurting and the whole time he was on, I could feel his energy just working on my back and I will tell you what, it feels amazing right now. Truly, truly amazing. And since I can't go to the chiropractor today like I was scheduled, I needed that. So it's awesome. And also kind of look at his book, support him, you know, buy the book. You can either go to his website or I believe Amazon probably and buy that book. It is really a good book, guys. So, um, and it's just, I've heard the story a few times and it is, a, it's just a phenomenal story. So phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal story. So let's do five cards. Duh. Let's go. Okay. We're going to do these instead. I don't know why I was going to do the queen of moon oracle deck and i looked over and i seen these and i was like oh okay we haven't used nature's whisper in forever nope nothing else is popping out so i guess it's these guys it's these we're gonna do these and then we're gonna pull a beyond lumeria lumeria card to kind of bring it all together so let's do this let's do this okay let's do some shuffling and guys we got new shows happening we're gonna talk about those all in a few minutes so let's shuffle the deck let's shuffle the deck go from there okay oh i'm working on it see what i can do with the hand now i couldn't do that before it bothers me the hand's really weak it's atrophied a lot but we're getting better we're getting better so guys we are called pulling five card stud one card through i got a i got tim's responses in my thing oh my god guys the comments, for whatever reason, are not working for Tim on there, so I'm wondering how many other people might be having a hard time. But Tim also wrote, he did say exactly on what I was talking about when, because Tim was the one that commented here. But he said he has a whole chapter in his book on poop. Gotta buy the book just for that when it, when it gets published. When it gets published. So five cards done here, guys. Um, pick one, pick two, pick all of them, whatever. I always take all five and then put it together in the reading for the week for myself, but you guys can do what you feel. 
Okay, so card number one, Bountiful Harvest. <sighs> I like this. Bountiful Harvest. This really is about, if you pick card number one, this is you are starting to reap the rewards of your hard work. Okay? I got a new deck this weekend. I love that, Lee. Let me know which deck you got. Um, I love the fact of that this card just, I love it, love it, love it, because this tells me you've put in a lot of hard work. You have planted your garden, you weeded your garden, you watered your garden, you did it all, and now you're able to pull the fruit and the vegetables from your garden. And this is what's telling me about life. You've put the hard work in, and it's coming back at you tenfold. Okay. Adventure. If you pick card number two is adventure. This is telling me that, oh my gosh, life, just start to trust, start to look at this. Life is starting to happen for you. Okay. Life is just an adventure. It is a new journey. It is going. Okay. And I like this. I really do because this is exciting. Oh, I, oh, I got to look at that one. Um, this is exciting, okay? If you pick card number two, because life is becoming that adventure. Things are changing for you. It's not going to be the same old, same old anymore, okay? Things are switching. Things are turning, and you're going in a different direction, okay? Card number three, maintain that childlike spirit. Maintain that childlike spirit. Look at how cool that is. Which also lets me know that, you know what, whatever, if you pick card number three, you've got a lot going on in your life, a ton going on in your life. And this card is telling you that you've got to stop smell the roses, start to laugh, have some giggling, have some fun, because life is not about all just being serious. You have to let this inner child experience things. You have to let it have fun. I mean, as adults, we want to, we want to go through our paces. We want to have our to-do list. We want to accomplish these things. But I want you to also look at things from a child, because a child's going to get accomplished, but they're going to have a blast doing it. You know, no little boy ever put his cars away by picking them up and throwing them in a toy box. That's the adult way of doing it. A little boy's going to take their car and go, and over and under him before it jumps into the toy box. And that's what life's supposed to be about, guys. Okay. I'm still not working to pick up single cards. Um, card number four, if you picked it, is pause. Take a breath. Take a moment. Think. Life is happening. Life is happening fast. And you have to be able to stop and take a breath and go, okay, breathe. Doesn't mean you're stopping. Doesn't mean you're stalling. It just means you're taking a moment to breathe. You're taking a moment to look at everything around before you move forward again. Card number five, expansion. Ooh, I love this card, expansion. Card number five is really looking at, wow, how much farther you can take things. What else can you do? Now, this can be with your life. This can be with your career. This can be with your living room and changing your furniture. But it is all about moving things around, expanding things, seeing how far you can push yourself into your uncomfort zone and make things bigger and brighter. Okay? So card number one was Bountiful Harvest. Two is Adventure. Three is Maintain That Childlike um, Spirit. Number four was Pause. And number five is Expansion. Now, that was an individual look. Now, if I look at all these cards as together, I love this because these, these cards are saying something has completed, something has finished, and you've reaped the benefit for it. You're reaping that bounty. Everything came together. Everything has happened. All that hard work you've done has come in. The payout is there. And now what are you going to do with it? You're going to crawl, you're going to crawl up that ladder again. You've done it. Now you've got new skills and new everything, a new way of doing things new knowledge because you've done it all and now it's time to start again 
okay? And that is that new adventure starting out. But this time, do it with fun. Do it with experience. Look at it from a different angle. Let it grow. Let it build up. Things are going to start to happen kind of fast for you. So you need to take a breath. You need to learn how to be, you know, even the child, when it swings and swings and swings and jumps, it stops, it laughs, it giggles, it breathes, it gets back up and it does it again. So that's where that pause is. But trust me, when I tell you all this work is just making you expand again, that's what it's doing. It's making you go, oh, oh my God, I get to do this again. You know, you're just leveling up and this is the week to do it with. This is the week to do it with. Okay. Um, <laughs> Tim is saying everything in messenger for me because obviously he can't do it here. So he says five as always, guys. I know he's not joining the comments. I, like, he, trust me, Tim is here. He just has to message me instead. He says, as always, all five. And he's a little afraid. And then he wrote exactly the same message Mary Lynn gave him this morning. Crap, I guess I've been told. So he was told by Mary Lynn, and then the cards came through again for him. So hopefully the card pull five cards done makes sense for you guys. I want to turn around and pull a card from the Luminera deck because why? They're wordy. They got a lot of information and they always make sense. So let's pull one card from there. Let's make this happen. Let's see what they have to say and see how it comes together with the rest of the reading for the day. Shuffle, 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 because if I don't shuffle, 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 I'm always afraid where it's just if I didn't shuffle enough, something, I'm going to get the wrong card or something. Uh, okay, they're telling me it's time to cut the deck and pull. So, ooh, this is interesting. Ooh, I think we've done this before. I think we've done this before. Look at that gorgeous card with the pyramid and the energy coming through. Oh, my God, I love this. This is the third eye chakra, penal perspective. It says, connect with your third eye and transcend what you understand with your mind. Discover a deeper inner knowing through the interconnected web of all this and has been. You can tune into the wisdom at will, as and when you wish to do. This wisdom is ancient yet pioneering. It is the creator of the free will, of the free will we choose to weave from moment to moment. Be the observant witness. I'll allow the transcendence of duality without judgment. Be mindful, listen, and align your unfurling intuition to unravel the paradoxes of reality. I like this card because it's telling you use everything that God gave you to weave through this, to weave through this. Okay. Your intuition, your your inner guide, your guides, your everything is going to help you to weave through this week. Pay attention to it. It's going to be there. I love that. Leah saying, I was studying the penile gland last week. I love that. You are welcome. Kevin, you are welcome. I love that. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Got it from this back. Okay. So I want to talk about, and hopefully everybody, you know, that, that reading for the week helps. I really hope the intimacy and, and those connections and everything Brandon talked about today really helps you guys this week in this, in your journey. I, I'll tell you what, this show never ceases to amaze me with everything spirit gives me to talk about the readings, what the guests talk about everything. It's always mind blowing because as I go through my week, it's like aha moments and they're huge aha moments where I'm just going, oh, really? Again, 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 this is awesome. And I'm always blown over by it. I'm always, always, always blown away by it. So I want to talk about our current shows, guys, our current shows. I do believe I got the newest list. <gasps> so many good things happening. So 
as always, guys, Monday mornings, it's me here at 9 a.m. School Through Spirit. Um, at noon today, oh my God, Michael Christopher and Jen. You guys know Michael Christopher from watching. Jen has been a really good friend of his for a long time. They're at noon and it starts today and it's called No Agenda with Mike and Jen, which just means to me that says they're going to show up and they're just doing this. Whatever pops up, pops up. Might be readings, may not be not. I don't know, but we're going to find out when they get on there. Uh, be the Change with Christina Bloom is on at 8 p.m. tonight. I want to let you guys all know uh, this Saturday at Broadhead Manor in Broadhead, Wisconsin, um, they're doing a celebration of life type thing for Logan, which was Christina's son. And Logan and Christina had a show on Monday night. So you guys all knew and loved him. Um, but he is we're having um, a celebration of life bring together type thing at Broadhead Manor this weekend. So there'll be a paranormal investigations. There's just a whole lot going on. So um, look into that. Uh, you can message Bill on Facebook at Broadhead Manor. Um, on there, you can message a lot from there just to find out different things that may or may not be going on. I do know the Shadow Hunters are going to be there with their whole setup, uh, representing Paraflex and a lot of other just amazing people. Unfortunately, I won't be there because I will be in Minnesota at two different events this weekend. But Christina, Christina knows I will be there in love and heart and support of her. Um, and I, I got the opportunity to give her amazing hugs this weekend because I got to spend some time with her. So, but please support her if you're in the area and go and enjoy the day with her remembering her son. Now, Tuesday, and that's this Saturday, guys. Now, Tuesday, we have Exploring the Paranormal with Heather Lee, and that's at 9 a.m., Ane with Ane Shin is at 5 p.m. And it's just Ane. Why? Because she is a badass tarot psychic. Holy crap. She is business. Love this lady. Unfiltered with Diet and Mike is at 6 p.m. tomorrow night. And that's a show where I do the readings and Mike does the, the coaching, which is phenomenal. Moment to Moment with Linda Hope is out at 7 p.m. Spirits are talking with Lisa Silverman is at 9 p.m. And Paranormal Pete with Pete Urbea is at 10 p.m. And that's another rocks. I mean, Pete's been on almost as long as I have been. So that's phenomenal. Now, Wednesdays, we start Deidre Sanford at 10 a.m. with the self-care show. Kelly Brickle is at 3 p.m., the psychic hour with Kelly Brickle. Uh, Soul Guidance with Rodney Blunt starts on May 31st. We still have a couple more weeks, but he'll be on at 6 p.m. Haunted Locations in 60 Minutes with Nick Sarlo and Diane Henry are at 8 p.m. They decided they were going to stay with us, guys. So that's super exciting. I love the fact that they decided to stay. Um, we have got, um, right after that, we've got Seeing Beyond with Kelly Ackhart at Cheryl Murphy at 9 p.m. Please send Kelly some love. She had some surgery, I believe, last week um, on her knee. So let's send her some healing love. Thursdays, we start chat with Charlie with Stephanie Lynn at 9 a.m., you, 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 universe with Stephanie and Rob is at 6 p.m. And that starts, I believe, this weekend at May 18th. Realm of Darkness with Ashley Moreno is at 7. I want to keep saying Monroe, but it's Moreno. She's at 7 p.m. Um, I want to let you guys also know, and next month, I will not be here on one of my shows. It's going to be recording, and it's going to be Ashley Moreno. And the recording, me and her are actually recording next week that episode. You're still going to get your show. You're still going to get your reading, your talk, the whole 10 yards. It's just going to be recorded, guys, because I'm going to be coming back from Mexico. But that show is going to be Ashley Moreno, and I'm so happy she said yes to me. Um, after that, we got Passport to the Paranormal with Heather Lee. 
Dr. Heatherly and Joe Frankie. That starts in June, guys. So that's a few more weeks out. Voice of Oneness with Amora Bonet. Um, Amora Bonet is at 10 p.m. Now, Fridays, we start Soul and Synergy Radio with Terry uh, Flick and Daddy Lucemore at 10 a.m. Them are my men. I love them dearly. That is a two-hour show. Dynamic, awesome show, guys. The Psychic Hour Reading Show with Kelly Brickle is at 3 p.m. Twilight Tonight with Dee Dee Moonfire is at 6 p.m. And Haunted Voices with Todd and Nicole, that's Todd Bates and Nicole Strickland, um, is at uh, 10 p.m. Now, that's just the beginning, guys. We're always getting new shows. We're always doing things. We're always having a blast. We're, we're oh, everything we could possibly do, we're doing. We're doing. These shows are always amazing. Oh, we do great, guys. We love, we love what we do. And thank you, Kevin. I do appreciate that so much. Um, but again, guys, we're just being us. We're just doing what we're doing. We're, 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 we're showing up to the plate. We're, you know what? It's what we do. Now, if you want to have your own show, guys, I want you to reach out to Todd. Go to WLTKDB.com. Fill out the form. He's going to hook you up. Trust me, he's going to hook you up. This is a great place. If you have a voice, if you have a form, if there's an idea you want to speak about, this is a great place to do it. Okay. Um, I will tell you what, in the three years, I cannot believe how the audience has grown, how you guys have supported us and just you guys supporting us and showing up gives us a reason to keep going, gives me a reason to keep going and to do more. And I, I truly, truly love it. But also if you're looking to advertise, are you looking at, do you want, do you want your commercial? Do you want to get your product out there? What you do, if you do, please again, reach out to Todd. Um, again, you give him all the information. He makes the commercial. He's a rock star at this stuff. And I want also to tell everybody, thank you, thank you, thank you for keeping this, this station up and running because our computer system was crashing. It was falling apart. Todd was doing everything he possibly could. He had a very old computer doing it all. You guys banded together. You, got, you guys made this happen. You guys raised the money. I think it was like $2,200. You guys raised the money. And Todd didn't miss a beat because of it. He is starting. He started with a new computer. This, I mean, it came in. He set it up. He started it. He's been working with it. And I'll tell you what, less glitches, less everything. You guys made this happen. And thank you, thank you, thank you. And I know Todd has said it a million times. Thank you guys for making this happen. It was huge. So next week, guys, next week, Monday morning, I have got Jenny Davis on. Jenny Davis is a paranormal investigator. Um. She's also part, well, her mom owns the Enchanted Boutique of Minnesota, and she's part of that. She is also doing a huge event, the Enchanted, oh my God, I'm going to say this totally wrong. I'm going to say this totally wrong, and it's not going to be pleasant, and I'm so sorry. Where is this? Where is this? I need to find it. Um, Enchanted Expo. With a twist of curiosity is what it is. It is up in Shoreview Community Center, um, and that is in Minnesota, and it is Shoreview, Minnesota. So, um, and it's going to be myself, Echo Bedeen, and Dave Schrader are our headliners up there with, of course, a lot of readers and everything else. But Jenny's going to be coming on. We're going to talk a lot about her, her journey, and literally the expo that's happening up July or Gen 3rd, which is awesome. Jen Whom Enchanted Expo. Jenny, Jenny Davis. So it's going to be a rock star. That's awesome. I'm super happy to bring her on. And the week after that, guys, I just want, because it's Memorial Weekend, I have Deidre Sanford coming on to talk about her and her journey and how she came to this point. And of course, about her show. So it's all going to be rock solid, amazing. 
if you're in the Minnesota area, Minnesota's a big state, but you know what? If you're like me, you have a car, you have traveling, there's trains, there's buses, there's automobiles, there's airplanes, whatever. Um, so on Saturday, guys, if you're near or dear to Alexandria, Minnesota, that is where you're going to find me. I'll be doing readings for Soul and Synergy, Energy, or Soul and Synergy. I'm trying to talk too fast again. Soul and Synergy um, Expo up in Alexandria, Minnesota. Um, you can find it in Soul and Synergy. You can also come to my website or my um, Facebook. I'll be posting it up there. I'll be doing readings all day and the gallery that day. The gallery, I do believe, is like $25 to get in to buy your ticket into the gallery. Or you can sit down and just get, you know, more private readings with me. Private in a bigger setting, but it is what it is. And then on Sunday, we're traveling. The whole unit is traveling over to Detroit Lakes, Michigan, which is an hour north of Alexandria, I guess. And we're going to do it all over again. So, again, I'll be doing the gallery for $25 for that ticket or sitting down with me and getting a paid reading for me during the day. Um, and then Sunday night, traveling back to my little home here in the southern Wisconsin. It'd be like a seven and a half hour drive. Get to bed a little after midnight. Wake up and talk to Jenny. So it's going to be an amazing adventure. I love it. I love it. I love it. This is my life. I, I'm so excited. I, I can't even tell you that, you know what, this summer, I'm going to just stay just as crazy. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. I love it. Love it. Love it. So with that being said, guys, I am going to bid you all farewell. I thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for watching the podcast. Keep hooking up with all the different sites. If you know what, if you have friends you want to share it with, but they're not on Spotify, tell them about Podbeam, tell them about iHeartRadio, tell them about Amazon, Apple, all of them guys, because we are everywhere. This show is everywhere. Keep growing it, keep building it, keep bringing your friends and your family members, because believe me, the more you guys watch, the more I want to do this and bring out exciting, amazing guests. So thank you, everybody. Have a great week. And for those that are going to check me out tomorrow, you'll see me unfiltered tomorrow night at 6 p.m. Have a great day, guys. Bye-bye. The truth is here and now on WLTKDB Talk Radio at WLTKDB.com.